moving into our first segment, uh, sorry, our second segment today. On Friday, around 10 to 15 members of a far-right anti-vaxxer coalition stormed into the People's Forum, a socialist educational and cultural space on West 37th Street in Manhattan. According to members of the People's Forum who are present for the altercation, the NYPD facilitated the barrage by preventing the People's Forum from forcing out the occupiers. The protesters remained in that space for at least an hour while staff and guests were physically assaulted and verbally harassed and the space was vandalized. So here um, to speak with us about what happened is Lyon Fulhayan, educational director at the People's Forum and popular educator. Lyon, welcome to the show. Um, you you were present. You were the, I think, the only manager present on Friday. So if you could just jump in by telling us um, what happened, uh, set the scene and, and how it all went down. Sure. And thanks so much for having me. Um, so you were right. I was the only manager present because actually we are all very excited and working very hard on the People's Summit in Los Angeles. Um, so we had a quiet evening that night on Friday, Friday evening. Um, we didn't have any big events going on. Um, and we were uh, stormed, as you said, by a group of uh, people claiming they were protesting this space because we do still ask people to show a proof of vaccine or recent COVID test um, or, you know, to still take COVID precautions if they're going to participate inside the People's Forum. Um, so they did come in and attempt to occupy the space. Uh, as you said correctly, they were very aggressive. Um, we had uh, our staff. We also had other community members that were meeting in this space or just enjoying the space that immediately got up and began to try to de-escalate the situation and to protect each other in the space. Um, this went on for quite some time. Uh, and at some point, uh, the NYPD did enter the space uh, and proceeded to observe the situation, did not take any concrete action um, and would not clarify what they were going to do or why they were there. Um, so this went on for, like you said, about an hour uh, until the uh, the disruptors, I suppose, lost steam, uh, exited the space, and uh, uh, protested outside for some time until they left. And they did um, leave some obscene stickers and other things all over the building. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was that evening. Right. And can you tell us a little bit more about uh, these uh, disruptors uh, in a, uh, some tweets that the People Forum uh, issued over the weekend? Uh, mm -hmm. It was also suggested that there were uh, some uh, essentially right-wing uh, uh, Cubans or Venezuelans that, uh, that were also a part of this or that was part of the, the messaging. Obviously, People's Forum you know, ha has a very internationalist uh, uh, politics and has always expressed strong support uh, for the Cuban revolution. Uh, can you elaborate on uh, that part of what was going on? Sure. I mean, we've been the face of pretty consistent attack. I mean, we've been facing pretty consistent attacks uh, for quite some time because, as you said, our position uh, strongly opposing the U.S. blockade on Cuba, strongly opposing U.S. sanctions and strongly opposing imperialism, which makes some people quite upset. Um, and we've frequently there's been more frequency of these attacks recently. Um, there was some, the protesters did have some messaging about that. They weren't happy about our open position in favor of socialism. Um, they're not happy about any of the, the politics that are in our programs. Um, so that was definitely part of the, the messages that the disruptors were, were, were saying and were protesting. Um, 
repeatedly telling us that this is America. And if we don't like America, we should leave. Um, which was quite funny because we were also telling them that if they don't like our space, they should leave. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it was a funny uh, exchange there. And speaking of trying to get them to leave, um, uh, you know, we understand that the NYPD sort of didn't allow you to do that. Can you just explain uh, more about that and give a little bit more detail to their presence and how you think they showed up or what you know about them showing up, if anything? Sure. I mean, I don't know uh, why they showed up or, or how we did not call them. Um, and so they, they walked in. It's a public open to the public. The doors were unlocked. They walked in. Um, as you saw, possibly in the picture that we released with our statement, they were facing. Uh, they were having their backs to the door and facing the facing us. Um, so they weren't helping us. They were facing us um, behind the disruptors. Um, and just kind of stood there, uh, did not make any attempt to de-escalate the situation or to help and, and or to to ask the disruptors to, to move or to leave or go outside or protest outside. Nothing like that happened. Um, we're just there objectively observing um, and, and just this is in a sense um, almost it seemed as if their presence was giving the okay um, and wouldn't give any information to us as to what to do. Right. Um, and, and how are you all prepared for this moment? And how do you plan to continue uh, using de-escalation tactics? What What do those tactics look like? Sure. I mean, we were prepared by this because this is definitely not the first time that we've experienced right-wing attacks on our space. Um, we Since last summer, we've been pretty frequently the target of these kinds of attacks uh, around the July 11 um right-wing protests in Cuba and the escalation that happened from there. Um, so we, you know, we, we are prepared by practice and also just because our values of the space, we are not interested in any sort of physical altercations. Um, we're not interested in getting into ideological debates just for the sake of them. We're interested in dialogue with people who are willing to learn and exchange. Um, so our staff and our community members were immediately able to assess the situation and know what to do and um, to act in an organized way. Um, so, you know, not reacting to provocation, um, keeping each other safe. Um, I think you saw in some of the material that was posted online, standing calmly and just inching a line forward to try to move the disruptors out of the space and keep others who might be more vulnerable in the space safe. Um, we had children in the space. We had families in the space. It was really just uh, a very disrespectful um, uh, and violating action on their part um, and a waste of time for all of us who are trying to be using the space of the People's Forum to build organized struggle and to make relationships and actual change in the, in the world. It's a waste of time. Um, so we want to just prevent these things from happening and um, prevent things from escalating. Right. And, and we're, you know, um, very happy that you do have that de-escalation sort of tactic. And it sounds like, you know, to a certain extent it worked. Um, could you explain a, a, a little bit more just the general stance of the People's Forum on uh, community safety and interacting with the police in general? I mean, we know very clearly who keeps keeps ourselves, keeps our community safe. Um, and it's not just in the People's Forum. It's all over New York City and the United States. We know that the police are not there to keep us safe. Um, they're not there to protect 
um, working class communities. Um, and we're no different than that. Um, so we rely on our community members, our comrades, our friends. Um, we rely on the relationships that we've built through uh, the years of our education and our organizing uh, programs. And that's always kept us safe. And so that's that's something that we are confident that we'll always be able to defend our space and our work going forward um, with the comradeship and the support of our community in New York and beyond. We had an amazing outpouring of support after this incident that totally overwhelmed and humbled us from all corners of the world. And it's just been very, very encouraging. Right, because the People's Forum is known uh, well outside of uh, New York uh, with all the programming you do. And, of course, since the pandemic, you've done a lot of programming on Zoom as as well. And uh, uh, with that in, in mind, uh, can you tell us uh, more about both uh, this week's People's Summit in Los Angeles, which many of your uh, comrades are participating in? And also just tell us more about the People's Forum uh uh, how people uh, can get involved, uh, where it's located, uh, anything else you'd want people to uh, know about this uh, institution? Sure. Well, I can start with the People's Summit. Um, the People's Summit is a counter-summit. I don't know if you've all heard of uh, the Organization of American States. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're holding their Summit of the Americas, uh, or have, or as some comrades have been joking, the Summons of the Americas uh, this year in Los Angeles, the first time it's being held in the United States since 1994. Um, and it's been a huge embarrassment for the Biden administration as he immediately did not invite Cuba, Venezuela, or Nicaragua, and it, it sparked a boycott across the Americas. Um, there are so many countries that are refusing to participate. The White House has been scrambling to save face. And in the meantime, uh, we've been building the counter summit in the tradition of counter summits throughout history where labor unions, social movements, mass movements, political parties will come together and create a platform for the voices of the excluded to actually be heard and to share their vision of what the future and what regional integration would look like in the Americas. So the People's Summit will happen June 8, 9, and 10 in Los Angeles. It's a packed program of amazing uh, panels and workshops and plenaries and performances. Uh, and if you can't come to Los Angeles, we hope you can all come to Los Angeles and join us in person. But we're also live streaming in English and Spanish. So you can look at peoplesummit2022.org and get all that information there. Um, and real quick, the People's Forum is a political education and cultural center in New York City. Um, we build... Uh, education programs for building working class internationalism um, in New York and beyond. And we're also happy to host and be a space for organizations to convene across many different sectors of uh, struggle. We have cultural performances, we have classes, we have a cafe, a library, and a bookstore. And uh, we hope you all can come visit us and join us. These attacks will not stop us. Uh, they do not demoralize us. On the, on the contrary, we're ready to go, and we're ready to go build even more and build even greater reach for all of our programs and all of our projects and to bring more comrades into the struggle with us. And real quick, do you uh, want to give people uh, your URL online or uh, sure. your address where people can uh, come by and visit? Sure, I'll give you both. Um, you can visit us at peoplesforum.org. And you'll be able to sign up for a newsletter and get all of our classes and programs once a week, a reminder for all of them. And you can come walk in anytime, uh, 320 West 37th Street in Midtown between 8th and 9th Avenue. We're closed right now because we're putting all our efforts into the People's Summit, but we'll be back next week and you can visit us in our bookstore and our cafe um, Tuesday through Saturday. 
Well, we're going to have to leave it there, but thank you so much, Layan Fulehan, Educational Director with the People's Forum. Um, thank you for joining us in the Independent News Hour. We're going to go quickly to a music break, and we'll be back with the Amazon Labor Union. Thanks for having me. <laughs> 